Welcome to the Fantasizers Podcast, week 11 of season two. I'm your host with the big cock, Josh Dean, and with the tiny penis across from me, I have Christopher Michael, my co-host. Dude, how are you? <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't want that. I don't want the, that introduction. I want you to redo the introduction. Nope, we only um, do uh, we do one one take. Jake's here, you know. Well, happy, <laughs> happy uh, Thursday night again at our new uh, time slot. You know what? Um, we we really bitched and moaned and complained about how awful Thursday night football is, right? Last week. Uh, well, actually, we had a pretty decent game last week. The Cardinals and Saints. I mean, forty two thirty four. Um, you can't get better than that on a Thursday night. No, I, I've always, I've actually said it for the past couple of years now that Thursday night games are low scoring, like always hammer the under. But, yeah. um, but no, yeah, yeah uh, last week was was really nice, really nice to see. It was fun, fun to watch. Yeah, if it wasn't for uh, a couple of uh, tip balls there, I think uh, Saints come away with that game. Mm-hmm. Um, well. As I say that, we are uh, currently watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Baltimore Ravens put on, well, a typical Thursday night performance. It's 10-3 right now. It looks yeah. really good. Yeah, I mean, did uh, did we really expect this to go any different? Like, it's just it's just a mess, this. It's, <laughs> these Both of these teams are a mess. Yeah. Well, I... I I don't know. I, I kind of expected maybe a little bit more scoring from these two teams. One, Tampa's trying to get their shit together, right? Yeah. Uh, two, uh, Ravens' defense is not good. Not not really good at all. Worse in the league, um, right? I'm, well, actually, they're only getting in the fourth of the worst. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I got. I do have to say that last week, uh, last week their defense. No, well, never mind. It still wasn't really that great, but um, but they're starting to look coming, better and better, around. right? They're yeah. starting to, yeah. They're coming around. Um, now, so anyways, what a what a good weekend it was. My God, I it's take it's been a few years, Josh, but I love football again. I don't know about you. I've I've I mean I've I've loved football for a while now, but I really am loving it this year. <laughs> Huh? How about him? How about him? I got to pause you here because we got Justin Tucker going for a long field goal here. 61. Uh, that's a chip shot for him. 61 right down the pipe. His tips. Oh, it's blocked. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Blocked by hit. the Tampa Bay defense. We Typical Thursday game, huh? <laughs> Good Lord. And how could you stop me when we're talking about the Giants, huh? I'm Six. sorry. And one six and one, unbelievable. Uh, another comeback from uh, the G-Men last weekend against really probably not a very good team, um, but we're happy with it. We're happy. No, no. I gotta, I gotta say, I, I the post game interviews and everything like that. 
our the Giants didn't seem happy at all. They did not seem happy. They That's s- what I want to hear. So exactly, they you know, there's no more celebrating now that they have they've changed their mindset from winning is winning is like fun to okay, well now we need to win all the time. We're expected to win. We are expecting to win. You know what I mean? Um, their mentality is changing, which is awesome to see. They're, they're, right, it is awesome to see, and it's it's saying, hey, listen, we got to play better than what we played today. Right. You know. Right. Well, this that this kind of brings me into uh, into a question I had for you, Chris. Was the Giants? I need to know who is who's going to be Danny Dimes' number one receiver. Right. I need to know who who his guy is. You know, uh, Robinson looked really really good. Right. He looks good. He had eight targets last week. Caught six balls. Um, you know, the week before caught a touchdown pass uh, in his first week back. He's looking solid. He's looking fast. Um, and it could be an explosive, uh, wide receiver for us. But other than that, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I really like Slayton. I think that he could, he could be the guy, but to be honest, it's going to, everyone's got to step up because we don't have, we, we don't have any, I mean, we don't have anybody. You know? I like, like, yeah. I'm, everybody's just playing. Now there's talk, there's talk going around. There's rumors going around. Um, Jerry Judy is, is looking to get out of, uh, uh, Broncos country. He's sick of riding. Um, so there's talks about that. Giants might go after him. Um, you know, you, you let me know, uh, earlier today might be a Mike Gesicki in our future who could help in our, in our receiving game. Um, which would be nice, especially with Bellinger going down with, uh, with an orbital bone fracture, fracture. Like, yeah, that's not good. Goodness, good lord. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he's okay. I'm, I'm nervous for his future about if he can see correctly, you know. Um, but other than that, um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm really hoping our, our, our guys keep stepping up. It's just a team effort right now, you know. It is. So, yeah. yeah. It B, is. B, B, what's up, man? Hey guys, what's happening? Hey man. I uh, I actually think your Giants should stay away from bringing in a number one because I think it actually helps Danny Jones there spread the ball around a little bit more instead of locking in on one guy. I could I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, when he had uh, I mean, when he had OBJ, you know, that was all he threw. Well, was it OBJ or what it was or something like that? Um, pretty sure that was all he was hitting. But then it was Kadarius Tony for a little bit. That he was only hitting Tony. Uh, we saw that, and uh, yeah, oh, by the way, Kadarius Tony is—he's uh, yeah, he's a Kansas City Chief now uh, with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> See ya. Oh, oh by yeah. the oh, by the way, he's perfectly healthy. He's good to play. He's good to play this Sunday if he wants to. That's so sad. Yep. So perfectly healthy. That's good to know. That's good to know. Wow, hey, we must have some really good doctors out there, huh? Yeah, right. Speaking of B, and uh, and obviously we got Hollywood here. Um, you know, at the beginning of the season, well, one, if you're going to tell me the Giants are six and one, I would have, we would have all laughed, had a good laugh, you know. Um, but if you're going to tell me going in, if, if the Giants are six and one going into uh, week eight of the NFL season, playing the Seahawks, and it to be like one of the games of the week, I, I, I'd, have, I'd have laughed again, right? I'd have laughed again. But here we are. You know the Seahawks just—they go into—they—they they go in and they beat down the Chargers, 37-23. No, it wasn't even—it wasn't even close. It wasn't, and they're four and three. 
I don't know what's going on, but I know for sure that we had talked about one of the two bad teams of the year was going to be us as the New York Giants, mm-hmm. and and especially the Seahawks. We we said what three wins? We were we were predicting we were predicting Seattle to be the worst team in the NFL. And, yeah. and it's amazing what, you know, what they have done. They've had players step up. You know, you got G- obviously Geno Smith becoming one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now, which is just absurd to be coming out of my mouth. And number two, they lose their starting running back in Rashad Penny. Boom, you got a stud in Kenneth Walker. Uh, uh, what I think is a potential franchise running back right there for them. He is solid. He's looking really good. It might be an overreaction right now. I don't know, but he's looking really, really good. <laughs> So they have the they have the same mentality as as the Giants do. Next man up, next man up. And I'll tell you what, they're rocking it. They lost DK, and it didn't didn't matter. Didn't matter at all. That's a that's a that's where a lot of people are wrong, where they say ah, coaching doesn't matter at that level. Poor shit. <laughs> yeah, poor shit. That's right. I'll tell you what, I'm going. Uh, I'm going as Brian Dayball at, for Halloween this year. I got an all black jumpsuit with a New York Giants hoodie. I got some air. I got some Air Jordans. Okay, and I got a shitload of confidence. That's what I got. I got to change a culture in the New York Giants facility. Is what I got. And I got my fucking aviators. That's what I have. I love it because I'm getting my uh, 504 New Balance all whites. Right? I'm going to get a big old piece of uh, Hubba Bubba. <laughs> Pete Carroll, here we go. You can even go You can even go shirtless and start slinging the ball around a little bit, too, if you want. I might. I might. Hey, <laughs> you know, I, I think you're finally seeing uh, Seattle, what the success was, right? It wasn't Russ. It was Pete Carroll and that front office. I mean, those guys doing it right out there. I agree. If, if you can put – if you can stick Geno – in that offense, the same offense that Russell Wilson couldn't handle last year with Shane Waldron. All of a sudden, uh, yeah, I thought maybe maybe, maybe Russ was the problem. I, I, you know, it's crazy how narratives change, right? Because beforehand we were saying, "Oh my God, we should have they should have got rid of, you know, Pete Carroll should have got rid of Pete Carroll." You know, you don't you don't get rid of Russ. He's a stud. Oh, we're eating our own words, aren't we? Holy cow! Pete Carroll uh, buckled down. Um, Really, really put those new balances back, you know, put the heels down in the dirt. And well, you think about it, right? I, you know, I, I would, I don't think there's a whole lot of people that will argue this, maybe a little bit, but, you know, to this point, coach of the year, I would say it has to be Dable, right? But, but you think, think about it. I mean, you know, early, we're, we're, it's early, but think about it. We talked about how Pete Killer, Killer, Carol was he's, going to be one that is fired. And now he's probably a candidate for coach of the year as well, right? I mean, he's getting there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'll, to, to see. I, I will uh, I will say that it's been it's been a fun, you know, past week and a half in, in the NFL world right now. We got trades galore and and potential trades coming up here, right? So uh, obviously the biggest one happened it actually happened. Not two, not two to three minutes after we signed off last week, Christian McCaffrey to the San Francisco 49ers, which guru was, I think, I think jumping, you know, over out of the roof. He was so excited, <laughs> um, you know, but 
McCaffrey to the I'll Niners. And I'll tell you what, they come in Sunday, he plays, he's got the playbook, and it, they get stomped. They get stomped <laughs> by the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Good defense, though. Yeah, really oh. good, really good defense. Oh. So, um, yeah, can't wait for Guru to join the call a little bit later, and we get to really, really hit him on that. We get to really hit him about, you know, he was so confident in the Jags this week. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, but, yeah, no, McCaffrey, right? McCaffrey to the Niners. Huge, obviously. Um, and then we have James Robinson going to the Jets. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, I don't know if I have much. I mean, obviously, Robinson's awesome. I, I think he's really pretty good player. But, I mean, I don't know. They, they couldn't handle with who what they had there? I mean. Well, they had Michael Carter, but Brees Hall went down with ACL injuries. Down for the, you know, they're stud, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, he was with Carter and Robinson in the backfield. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's an upgrade. They got Carter. They and I think Robinson fills, if not, could potentially surpass Brees Hall of what he was doing. Brees Hall was having a phenomenal year so far, but you know, James Robinson is no slouch. They just stopped giving him the ball, and they yeah. they just went with Etienne. You know, um, yeah. You know, earlier in the year, we were saying this is Robinson's backfield. You know, everybody thought it was going to be Etienne, and no, and but here we are. You know, so I think Robinson could really flourish in that in that offense. They're going to give him the ball a lot because they are not going to rely on the arm of Zach Wilson right now. It's just not what that's not their game plan. They like to they like to run the ball and get the game going. You know, fast, kind of kind of quick. Let that that uh, that timer click. I'll tell you what, the biggest surprise for me with that is just the fact that the Jets went out and did something about their running back going down because that is not very Jets like to fix an issue. You know, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, the Jets making trades to uh, get a running back when the running back goes down. That's that's insane. Agreed. Agreed. I was I was impressed with that as well. Um, dude, it's kind of it's kind of like a better NFL season when bad teams are kind of good, right? Like the Jets, a historical bad team. They're good. The Giants, lately been a terrible team, awful team, and they're good. You know, you got the Jags who are kind of fighting. They're kind of a fun team to watch. You know, you got the you got the the uh Dolphins. Well, the Dolphins, yeah, but we kind of expected them to do well this year, right? I mean, we expected yeah. that. But I'll tell you what also is fun is seeing Hall of Fame quarterbacks suck. That's what it is. Tom Brady blows, right? Blows. He he loses to to PJ Walker, right? Is that what it is? PJ Walker he loses to. Get doesn't can't score a touchdown on the Panthers. You know, you got Aaron Rodgers. Holy shit. Are you kidding me? You can't beat the Washington Commanders? Are you kidding me? How about how about one gets benched? How about okay. yeah, exactly right. Matt Ryan, which which by the way, I think is the wrong call, but um, and, and it might be the right call in a few weeks, but I don't know. Right now they're sitting at five hundred. I kind of like the call. I kind of yeah. like it. I like the call. Why not go with the with with uh, with the young guy, a little Sammy? Yeah, huh? Is he is he going to be? Is he the future though? Right. He's not. I mean, Matt Ryan isn't. That's for sure. So why not? Let's start. Let's start making a. You know what? The, you know what? It's time for the Colts to do is stop messing around with veteran quarterbacks. Yeah. They need to stop doing that, right? 
They they did it with Rivers. They're doing it with Matty Ice. They got to stop. It's it's over, and they need to start looking for that that new franchise That's, quarterback. They're, they're well. They're just still angry because they got rid of Peyton Manning. He went ahead and won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, no. So they just they need to they need to just move on, right? Um, but I, I, Josh, I want to talk about how un- like what a great freaking fantasy manager I am. Okay, that's what I want to talk about. Okay, just really quick. Uh-huh. Um, Christian McCaffrey, right? He he gets he's gone. He gets traded last week. What do I do? I go ahead and pick up Chuba Hubbard, right? What does he do? He starts and he puts up 15 points for me last week, right? On my bench, I didn't start him. I didn't have any trust at all. So he's, <laughs> so he's on the bench, right? Uh, Jamar Chase goes down today. They just announced four to six weeks with a hip injury. Is there anything that's elaborate on that? I just saw hip, hip injury. Hip well. injury, they haven't really given anything Any else. Detail, right? um, but they did They did compare it to an injury that an NBA player had that made him sit out an 82-game season. So that's not well, that's good. that's not good. Not good. Yeah. Um, well, they're also wounds. Yep. Tyler, Tyler Boyd, who has him? This guy, right? I dropped him because I was so mad at him, right? Well, I jumped on the waiver waiver wire real quick on uh, on Wednesday. Picked him up. You yeah. So it was it was it was you. I I went. (laughs) I got that notification and I was at work and I stopped everything I was doing to run to that waiver wire and he was already on your team and I was like, damn it. Yeah. Because I I but I also you know I didn't know who to drop because my team's just so freaking nasty you know. So, you know, five and two, leading leading everybody in the league, just so everybody knows. Uh, I'm on a five-game win streak. These this week and next week, uh, bye weeks from hell. Just you know, just my input. I'm on a, I'm on some bye week from hell, so this isn't good. But uh, I actually am a better fantasy owner because I picked up Dante Foreman, who is looking like he's gonna be the only running back playing this week over Chuba Hubbard. Chuba oh, Hubbard. Chuba's hurt. Chuba has not practiced yet this year. He doesn't need to. He's a gamer. Hey, uh, going back to the deal. Sorry, I had to. I had to. I had to throw that. In your I face. get it. I get it. Um, going going back to these deals here. We talked about Tony, right? We did talk about him. He's gone. Yeah. He's uh, going to KC for a third and sixth round. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, oh wait, Chris. Uh, on top of that, it's just a really good thing I got this jersey. Last year for Christmas, um, this Tony jersey, 89. Yeah, he was a stud. He is a stud. Love yeah. that. Did you know he doesn't have eyebrows? Did you so, know Did you know he, does not, he does not have eyebrows? So is that why he doesn't play during the day? Because the sun's in his eyes? Well I'm, oh, well, I'm assuming a visor or something. But Oh, that might help. But yeah, no, he's seriously, yeah, no eyebrows. Isn't that, isn't that odd? <laughs> I mean, really? It is. It is odd. I actually didn't know. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, you don't think about. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, the next re- requesting a trade: Kareem Hunt, uh, Eli Moore, and Cam Akers. There's some studs right there, you know. So where are they going, or who who could uh, potentially um, make the best of these players? Right. I mean. I know that 
The Giants wouldn't mind an Eli Moore. <laughs> wouldn't mind an Eli Moore. Um, I do know that the the Jets have now said Eli Moore it will be. He has been reestablished with the team, and he will be playing this upcoming week here. So, um, so well, he's all, been playing. So no, no, he sat out last week because uh, they. Oh, sad, right. That's right. That's yep, right. And they uh, they they excused him from the team, and now he's back. He's been practicing. Um, looking to play this game, all things seem good. Um, but you, you know, you never know. Maybe, maybe they fixed it. Um, How about Cam Akers? I mean, Cam, Cam Akers is is an interesting one, man. Cam Akers is interesting. Now, Cam Akers could potentially fill in a Carolina Panthers role, and that's a little bit nerve wracking for uh, for those Chuba Hubbard and Dante Foreman uh, yeah. fantasy yeah. owners, but. He could go there, you know. You could look, of course. You could look to uh, to the Broncos. The Broncos there. Um, they lost obviously Javante Williams. They have a huge uh, committee there now um, because they got Latavius Murray, they got Melvin Gordon, and now uh, signed from the practice squad was Marlon Mack. So yep. uh, you know you might see Mack getting some touches in there. But he Cam Akers, I think, has proven that he he is a good running back. He just he must have pissed McVeigh off for some reason. Yeah, I don't. I mean, jeez, holy cow! There, there was a rumor that uh, Seattle might be a good spot with you know Penny being out and his former offensive coordinator being there. I could see that. I could see that. Um, I don't know though. I don't know how that would work with 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 who you got now. I mean, I really, I don't, I don't know. It'd be a decent change of pace back. Yeah, but I, I, but he wants to be that guy, you know. It, they technically got him in that right now with with Henderson, so he want. I feel like he wants to be that guy, but I don't know. Um, and then, uh, and then there was one more, Chris. Who is our Who is our third there? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Yeah. So, I, man, I really expected Kareem Hunt to be more than he is this year, fantasy wise, um, but. Well, he wants to get out of. I could see, I could, I could see Kareem Hunt going to Seattle. Kareem Hunt would be that good little little back. I think, you know, um, I could, I see that one more than I think I see the Cam Akers one. But I think Carolina is the perfect place for Kareem Hunt. I mean, he's a poor man's Christian McCaffrey. So Carolina doesn't need any freaking running. (laughs) Yeah, no, they got Foreman. Hey, okay. They got Foreman. Foreman's great. No Foreman. No. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I mean, it's it's interesting, man. It really is interesting um, to kind of see where these guys end up. But I don't know. I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting anyway. It will be. It will be. But all right. So we are going to go. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we have bees. Bets right after this. All right, and we are back, and we got B's bets. Uh, I gotta say, dude, B, B, no, no, what? What? sorry, gonna interrupt you there, uh, host. Sorry, I, I got a little something to say to piggyback off the last segment that we were that we were talking about. All right, and then then we'll get to B. But I got a question for you guys. We're, t- we're sitting here talking about, like, the shitty quarterback play from these veterans, right? Tom Brady sucking ass. Even though I, I kind of thought he would 
he would ramp it up this game because apparently Giselle's given him an ultimatum. I'm assuming it's anal, but I don't. I cannot confirm. Shefty's working on it, but he sucks. Uh, Douchebag Rogers sucks. So you got all these guys sucking. Baker Mayfield, like really, that Carolina, you're you're still that's that's a thing. Where the fuck is Gardner Minshew? <laughs> Why isn't he a starter in my NFL? That's a that's a good. Uh, that's we a, were saying the league's better. The league's better when shitty teams like surprisingly do well. I would also say that the league's better when Gardner Minshew is starting somewhere. I I agree with that. That's a good point. Where is Gardner Minshew? That no idea. Where's Blake? Where is because. I also thought of Blake Bortles. Who Where's Blake Bortles? For some reason. Yeah. That's another guy. I want to see him playing somewhere. I just love – those are two guys I just love to see on the field playing. Well, Blake Bortles still has the greatest interview ever. They're like, what do you think you'd be doing if you didn't play football? He's like, eh, probably working construction, smoking cigs. They're <laughs> like, oh. Like Jay, like Jay Cutler. Yeah. He's like, what? They're like, why'd you buy a Tesla? He's like, well, because I would always go to the gas station and i get dip. I had to quit dipping. I'm like, what a stud, this guy. Goodness, that's how you do. So yeah, yeah. sorry, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Like, really, Gardner can't be starting somewhere in the NFL. You sit Matt Ryan. You don't want to maybe bring Gardner in for a workout or something. I don't. I don't know. Uh, he, he might be just missing totally. Like, no one knows where he is. That's, that could be a thing. Breaking, breaking touchdown alert, breaking touchdown alert. We got a Kenyon Drake pass from Lamar Jackson for five yards. Touchdown, Justin Tucker. Extra point is good. Everybody with me now. That helps no one. Okay, good. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, thank you so much, Kenyon Drake. You are the worst player ever. I hate you. Um, however, back to back to what we were talking about. So, yeah, no. Gardner Minshew needs to stay in the um, needs to stay in the NFL. Is he on a team right now? I don't even think he's on a team, right? I think so. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. He has to be. I mean, seriously. I, I I'll take RG. I'll take RG three. I'll take RG three. Oh, he might be. Um, but no. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I want him to come back. Yes. I want him back. Yep. These guys are great. Yeah, I want him in the booth. I do like I, okay. I do I do like yeah. him. Uh, I like him sitting at the table. I do like he, that. He uses way too big of words that I don't understand. You know, <laughs> I can get, from Harvard. get it. You're a Harvard guy. <laughs> I just can't understand him because I'm so mesmerized by that beautiful, beautiful beer that that man grows. It is. It is. Cool. It is really Harvard amazing. Too, I heard. If you think about it, I mean the man. The man's got it all. He's got he's got money, fame. He's got a beautiful beard. He's got a long hammer down there, and uh, and, he, and he's super smart. <laughs> his his uh, penis, that's what he's saying. Right, penis. Oh, speaking hey. speaking of penis, let's go to this dickhead B and his bets. So nice. B, dude. First of all, good week last week. What was a good week? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you totally give up. You should start going with new with the New York teams more often. You know, the Giants and Jets. I mean, hey, they're both a part of this segment this week. 
I love it. All right, well, let's hear what you got for this week, B. All right. I have four this week because I couldn't make up my mind for my medium bet, so you got two. I told you earlier, if I can't make it up, you get them both. Start with the low bet. Miami Dolphins taking the money line against the Detroit Lions. Uh, Miami, for them, this is like a get-right game for their offense. I'm not I'm not concerned about their defense, but this is a get-right game for the offense. I, there's nothing in Detroit that scares me defensively for them. So I think you're going to see an offensive explosion from Miami. Um, and uh, on the flip side, Detroit, in the last two weeks, put up a combined total of six points. So I'm not scared there either. I know they're getting you know some of their bigger name guys back. Amon Ra was out early last week, and Swift missed a week or something like that. I don't remember. But either way, don't care. Miami's defense is actually pretty solid. And it looks like Jared Goff is starting to lose that little bit of magic that he had going there for a little bit. So take Miami money line. It's actually a better payout than most of the low bets. Um, it's essentially a pick em game right now. Wow. So. Okay. I would uh, I, I would jump all over that right now. Um, anytime touchdowns in that game, I'm going Jalen Waddle, TJ Hawkinson. Love it. Uh, medium bets. Like I said, we got two. Number one, I know you guys were uh, talking some trash on them earlier and completely understandable. I wanted to jump in, but I also did. I, I bit my tongue for this reason, taking the 49ers money line against the Rams. 49ers, they own the Rams. They own them. They have swept the Rams in the last four years in the regular season. They do not lose to the Rams. Now, this is also Christian McCaffrey has a full week under him in that San Francisco offense. Now he knows the offense. I know Debo's questionable, but Christian McCaffrey is a better Debo Samuel, in my opinion. So, who cares if Debo's out? You still got the same guy with Christian McCaffrey. Not to mention, McCaffrey has a better arm and more accurate arm. So if they do still do that play where they pass with the scat back or whatever they call him, McCaffrey's a better option. I think if Debo, I think if, if Debo's out, you see McCaffrey line up more a wide receiver too. And, that, and and you got Jeff, and you still got Jeff Wilson uh, back there. Too. Exactly. You, you you could. That, that's not a bad point you're making right there. Um but the Rams, they don't look frightening on both sides of the ball. Like the defense, okay, Aaron Donald doesn't look like Aaron Donald. I mean, and Jalen Ramsey is giving up more yards than I've seen him ever give up. So I'm not worried about the defense. And on the offensive side, Matt Stafford looks like a bag of shit. I mean, Jared Goff looked better than him for the last or for the first four weeks. So, I mean, the Rams don't scare me. I think this is a good game for the 49ers to, to kind of turn things around. Like I said, they sweep them every year, so I'm just expecting that pattern to follow. Understood. Anytime, anytime touchdowns there, got to go with Christian McCaffrey. And then Rams, I'm taking Tyler Higbee. Hmm. Okay. Number two, medium bet. Pulling in a New York team. Pulling in your Giants, actually. I'm taking the... The money line for the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. <laughs> now, I think this is going to be an awesome game. Like, this is the game to watch this week. If anybody doesn't like doesn't tune into this, for some reason, if this game's not televised, I'm going to be real pissed. Well, it's a 425 game. It should be. 
it was a 425 game last week and it was only televised on the West Coast. That's so ir- that's irritating. It should be and it probably will be in the state of New York. But being that this game's being played in Seattle, I could see it being a West Coast televised game. The, the commanders are playing at 425 as well for some reason in Indy. So no, that's going to be the game. Yeah, that could probably be it. Um, with this, though, I think this game's going to be a ground and pound. You got two teams who are hard-nosed, get dirty, get gritty, win in the trenches, and win by run. And they don't want their quarterbacks to do a lot. So I think you're going to see big games because the Giants cannot stop the run. The Seahawks cannot stop the run. So you're going to see Saquon and Walker have pretty big games this week. I think it boils down to Daniel Jones is not going to be able to handle the 12th man. I don't think he's a veteran enough quarterback to handle it yet. He has not played in Seattle. It's very loud. So I think the 12th man is going to get to him. Plus, you have a very young offensive line who are prone to mistakes with false starts. So I think that's going to kind of creep in. I think Seattle's going to sneak it out late probably by a field goal. Um, but I think this is a real good game to watch. Kenny Walker, Saquon Barkley, touchdowns. I mean, they're going to get the ball the most. I'm uh, I'm a little nervous about this game, I will say. I, I expressed this uh, earlier on today. Uh, I'm think... not going to lie to you. I, uh, I've i already put a bet on both teams for this. Um, I did take Seattle Moneyline, and then I also took the Giants spread. Oh, so you're doubling down with it. No, because the Giants are favored. No, they aren't. They were when I took that spread. Well, that was but, dumb. <laughs> the Giants are Giants are plus Giants are uh, plus three right now, I believe. Well, then I'm going to cash out and put that down. Yeah, that's a good anyway, idea. Onto the big bet, and I and I'm and I'm curious because you guys are like really questioning the James Robinson trade, but I love it. For the, this reason and the, this reason only, did you see what the Bears just did to New England? Mm-hmm. Letting the quarterback run, running the RPOs. Yeah, I think James Robinson coming in with New York, going against New England, you're going to see a lot more RPO action, and you're going to see Zach Wilson run the ball more than he's going to throw the ball. I think that's the key to beating New England for the for the Jets this week. Do the same thing the Bears did. Run it down their throats. Interesting. I, you're going to see Zach Wilson sneak one into the end zone on one of those plays. So he's an anytime touchdown. And then the Patriots' best player right now and the most consistent player, Ramondre Stevenson, so he's getting in the end zone as well. You can see that too. That's all I got for you. All right, man. Love it. Really do. Um, let's... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I might have zoned out. What was the actual big bet? The big bet is – oh, you're right. I apologize. New York, <laughs> that's money line. That's money line. Got it. That's money line. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I didn't actually say it. I just started talking shit about the Patriots. I just assumed. I just assumed it was money line. That's what you're going with. But, okay. Sorry. My bad. Well, money line. That's your big one. Love it. Okay. Well – Thank you, B. We got four. Let's go for a, a little four for four action, huh? Well, no, three for four. Let's go Giants. Like, no, like let's them. no, let's go Giants. All right. We are gonna take a short break. When we come back, 
Hollywood, you're fucked. Oh well, we'll we'll, we'll see. Yeah, 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 I don't think that holds. Okay. Big, big ha- Halloween showdown corner. Halloween. That's this showdown. week. That's this week. Wait. Oh, oh shit. Right after. Right after this. All right, and we are back, and I got a touchdown, touchdown report for you. Lamar Jackson passed short right to Isaiah Likely for 10-yard touchdown. Everybody say it with me. That helps no one. All right. Awesome. Ravens up 17-10 with five seconds left in the third quarter. Going into the fourth, let's see what Tom Brady has. Chris, off to you. All right. Thank you for that uh, worthless fucking update. Okay, here we go. Guys, it is a Halloween uh, special, Thursday night Halloween special. And as you heard last week on the podcast, um, Hollywood uh, lit up the sirens and, uh, and pulled Joshua into this Hollywood showdown corner this week. He thinks Josh is weak, so he pulled him in. And uh, we'll see what he's got. So, yep, Hollywood showdown is Hollywood versus Josh. And the the theme, sticking with Halloween, is the top five favorite Halloween movies. I'll be your mediator. Uh, and we got, of course, we got B, Brandon Lee. We got uh, Goatee Guru, who is now with us on the call. Uh, welcome in, uh, Guru. Uh, what's going to happen here is... Hollywood's actually going to get the start on this. Um, he's, get, he's got a couple minutes to go ahead and name his, most, his favorite five. And then we go to our host. He's going to name his five. And then we'll have some rebuttals. We'll have a rebuttal from Hollywood. He'll get one minute. We'll have a rebuttal from Joshua, our host. He's got a minute. Uh, and then, of course, it'll open up to the, the audience, uh, which, of course, is myself. B and Guru for questions, and then uh, and then we'll we'll vote and, and we'll see who wins the Hollywood uh, corner showdown. Now here's the, here's the thing: Hollywood's never lost. Oh, that's not true. He actually lost the last showdown corner, which I still think there's an asterisk next to. But you're an asterisk. We don't we <laughs> we don't want to go there. So without further ado, Hollywood, are you ready? Couldn't be more ready, Christopher Michael. Joshua, are you ready? I'm more ready than he is. False. Thank you. Okay, okay, okay. B, are you ready? Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. G- guru. 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 Hey, guys. <laughs> Good. So we're all here, and we're all ready to go. Here we go. Hollywood, give us oh, right five favorite Halloween movies. Let's do it, man. I'll, I'll tell you what. When uh, when you guys gave us this topic to debate on today, last you, you week, no, you you actually made up the topic. Oh. Anyway, go on. Sorry. I thought originally, you know, wow, five like Halloween movies. I don't know if I have seen that many, you know, but. 
But then I then I started to remember over the week some really great Halloween movies. And, uh, you know, Josh and I talked and, and we agreed, you know, horror movies do count as Halloween movies because they're, they're going to be watched during that time of, of year. So they, they're in. They're in. So let's get to my list. So number five on my list, of course, has to be Red Vines, right? Red Vines are delicious. You watch them when you watch the Halloween movies. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Number five is the movie Halloween. You got to throw a, a classic slasher film in there. And as much as I love, you know, Friday the 13th and, and Nightmare on Elm Street, I, I love Halloween. Michael Myers, he's still going strong. Just came out with another movie. That dude's unkillable. So Halloween, great, great slasher flick. Number four, I'm a sucker for this. My kids love it. I love it. The Addams Family. The great, great freaking movie. And I'll be honest, the second one, that one was really good too. They they somehow were able to uh, you know make a make a follow up that was pretty good too. Number three, a newer movie, but I already on my top five list because I'm going to watch it this year. I watched it a bunch last year. Again, my kids love it. Hubie Halloween on Netflix, guys. Come on, Adam freaking Sandler. Let's go. Just saw him last Friday live. Stand up. It was hilarious. Hubie Halloween. The guy's still crushing it. So freaking funny. Number two. This was my number one for a long time until I was introduced to my number one. But number two, Shaun of the Dead. I love zombie movies and I love, you know, that Nick Frost and, and Simon Pegg and, and like everything those guys are doing. Oh, Shaun of the Dead is so freaking perfect. It's not over the top comedy. It's more subtle British humor and it's hilarious. They nail it. And number one. I was introduced to this, and it is my favorite Halloween movie. I can't wait to watch it here in the next couple of days. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Guys, if you haven't seen it, if you're just now hearing about it for the first time, fucking pause the podcast. This is the only time you're allowed to. Pause it, go watch it, and then come back. You'll know what we're talking about because that movie is... I mean, that's just maybe a top five movie all time for me, not even just a Halloween movie. So that's my list. Real quick, I'll run it down again for you guys. Number five, Halloween. Number four, Adam's Family. Number three, Hubie Halloween. Number two, Shaun of the Dead. And number one, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you, Hollywood. Um, all right. Uh, Joshua, it's your turn. Uh, Hollywood, I'm, I'm, this is going to get tricky. Uh so you and I were pretty simpatico here. Um, number five, I got Halloween. <clears throat> I do. I got Halloween. Um, same thing. Can't really. Can't kill him. Can't kill the guy. Is what it is. Um, number uh, number four. I had Hubie Halloween. Number four, Hubie Halloween. Uh, if you if you haven't seen it, out you gotta watch it. It really is a, a great a great movie. It's funny, um, and it's that typical Adam Sandler humor uh, that we all love. 
Number three, I got scary movie, the scary movie, uh, you know, series, all of them, all of them, right? They're, they're, they're fantastic. They're funny. They, you know, they have little jump scares here and there, but, uh, but they're great. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to go number two. I have, um, I have the haunted mansion, which this might be a throwback, the haunted mansion. This was with, uh, Eddie Murphy. Uh, I don't know if you can remember, if you remember, but look it up. It was a Disney movie. It was a great, uh, a great little Halloween movie that they made. Uh, a lot of people actually don't think of it. Um, but it's a, it's a great one. If you haven't seen it, you need to go and you need to watch it. And number one, I got Tucker and Dale versus evil honorable mention. I have it. Um, I know a lot of people don't like clowns, but even in that, um, even in that terrifying movie, uh, it is also, it is also kind of, kind of funny when I see that clown do his little cotton eye joke kicks up in the air. It's, it's hilarious every time I watch it. Um, I also had a tie at first, so I don't know if I can do this, but I also had a tie with Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. I actually just saw this movie, and I thought it was pretty funny because the witches were funny. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus has to make the top five list, um, so that's in there as well. Um, but that's my list. Okay. <clears throat> you want to run down that list, please? Did, were you not paying attention? Well, you named two, and then you said you want to throw one in five, and you said that's seven. Well, I threw in an honorable me- honorable mention. <laughs> please, please review your five. I don't remember my order now. Number five was Halloween. Four was uh, Hubie Halloween. Thank you. Three was um, was a scary movie, right? Yep. And then two I had as uh, The Haunted Mansion. Thank you. And then number one was uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, tied with Hocus Pocus. Okay. I can do that. Well, okay. Thank you. Do, My God. Do I have more, do I have more time? <laughs> uh, no. No, no. No. Okay. This is the time where you guys get to go ahead and and uh, uh, kind of rebuttal or say what you want to say about each other's top five or six or seven, depending on how many you got. So, Hollywood, uh, you will get first jabs of this. Uh, you have one minute. Go ahead. Do I mean, do I need to? I mean, I can, but I'm not sure that I really need to. Scary movie, he said all of them, but all of them aren't great. Most of them suck. And honestly, number two is the best one. One was hilarious, I agree, but two, I mean, that's that's the quotable one that everybody loves to watch, right? Take this, take my strong hand, my germs. Yeah, I mean, Chris Elliott nailing it. Haunted Mansion, bitch, that's a better ride at Disneyland than it is a movie. Go well, fuck yourself. And then you're gonna put Hocus Pocus tied with Tail and Tucker vs. Evil. First of all, that's a cheap move to put two movies on the list. Second of all. You're, you're listing Hocus Pocus right there with Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Get the fuck out of here. Put your shirt back on, you weak bitch. That's two different. 
two different fields. Excuse me. Yeah, so are balls and shaft, but you don't have a problem with those. Okay, uh, that is one minute. Thank you. Says the fucking semen. Hollywood, excuse, excuse me. We will have water. <laughs> okay, uh, Josh, you now, you now have one minute. Go ahead. Aaron Hernandez. Excuse me. I, I, I can't mute you. Hey, there you go. Okay. Josh, you have one minute. Thank you. Um, first of all, he should lose for that terrible red vine joke that nobody laughed at in the beginning of his opening. So that's 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 a loss right then and there. Okay. Um, so take scrap like three of his answers, and he he, he doesn't get them. Okay. Any point system you you set up, it's minus five. Um, on top of that, he had um, Adam's family. Like I, I guess I don't. I, I only know them from their stupid fucking song. And I'm a kindergarten teacher, so we change it into the days of the week. There's Sunday, and there's Monday, there's Tuesday, and there's Wednesday, there's Thursday, and there's Friday, and then there's Saturday, days of the week. Yeah, no, Jesus. Like, come on. Move on. Get, like, oh, you're showing your age, right? Like, don't do it. Come on. Let's move on. Let's move past this, okay? Things, there's better things, right? Goodness. Let's not get caught up in our own little nostalgia here. That's all I got. Thank you. <laughs> Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. All right. Well, uh, well, we've heard it, boys. Um, so we're going to go ahead and open this up for some questions uh, right now. And it looks like, uh, B, you will be first up uh, for questions. You go ahead. You can have as many as two per candidate. Um, so when you're ready, you uh, go ahead and take it away. All right. My, my first question is for our host, Josh. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Hi. Um, you both had QB Halloween. Love that movie. Can I ask you why you ranked it four behind Scary Movie? Uh, I ranked it behind Scary Movie for the fact of what Hollywood said actually earlier. There's only one Hubie Halloween, but I like Scary Movie 1 and 2 the most, so I got to give the two movies over the one, no matter how much I love Adam Sandler. The quantity and quality of one and two Scary Movie beats just the one of Hubie Halloween. Okay, thank you. Hollywood. Now, when you say Adams Family, are you talking about the original Adams Family? I know you mentioned the second one, or are you talking about the animated The Adams Family? I am. I am talking personally about the the live action, so the older one, uh, not the animation, which was which was a good movie, but yeah, the live action was definitely better. I thought. Perfect. I, I, I'm good. I yield my time. Okay, thank you. Um, Guru, again, you have the opportunity to ask both candidates two questions, but no more. All right, I'm first going to um, say thank you for putting your shirt back on, host. Um, second of all, I'm going to uh, ask why Christopher Michael's television is about a minute 
full minute behind mine, but that's okay. Aside from that, I'm going to ask real questions. Okay. So I'm going to start with Hollywood. Hollywood. You put Halloween, Adam's family, Hubie Halloween, Shaun of the Dead, and Tucker and Dale. Shaun of the Dead and Tucker and Dale. Convince me that they are actual Halloween movies. Well, they're both horror flicks, right? I mean, one of them, Shaun of the Dead, you've got zombies. That's classic horror trope. And again, it's not overtly funny, right? It's, it's subtle comedy. So, you know, they're not like, oh, Zoik's a, a zombie. You actually feel like you are in a zombie apocalypse. It's just a hilarious situation. Uh, and then Tucker and Dale vs. Evil actually falls in that category as well, but I would say it actually ramps up the actual horror factor. There's a lot of blood in that movie. Uh, you know, classic horror, horror film. Okay. And host, you had Halloween, Hubie Halloween, Scary Movie, The Haunted Mansion, and then a plethora of other movies as number one. So... Um, I want you to explain to me how, how dare you, how dare you not have a, a did, well, I don't know if this is necessarily Disney, but a kid's movie, Halloween movie that is not Halloween town. Explain. So I will say Halloween town was in consideration when I was making this list, uh, not five minutes ago. So <clears throat> I'm not, no, I'm not. Um, but you, you look very handsome today. Um, the no Halloween town. I'm going to, I'm going to be quite honest with you because honesty is, is key. I have never actually seen a full Halloween town. So it would be unfair to me and everything that I believe in, that if I have never seen it or tasted it or tried it, I could not put it in a top five list and give it a point or anything along those lines. So I could not put it in my top five. I respect your honesty. I think you're stupid and we're all dumber for listening to that. But <laughs> I respect your honesty. I yield my time. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you. I, I do have uh, one question. Um, for each, actually. Um, so I, I'm just going to start with with you, um, Josh. Um, what hocus pocus are you, are you talking about? The the new one or the, or the original? The the original, the original one. I uh, you just saw the original, like just now, like just. I I saw the original not three weeks ago. So I've never I've never watched it. Like I said, not a big Halloween fan, a Halloween movie fan. Um, but I did watch it. I thought I actually thought that the witches were really funny. The acting's terrible. Looking at it from now, um, to what it was, but um, but very very funny. Um, and and I like I like the the whole story. And if you had to choose between that or Tucker and Dale versus uh, Evil, which one? Would you choose? I would watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil more time, like more times than not. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. 
Uh, Hollywood. Uh, Josh uh, came up with an honorable mention in it. Um, I'm not sure what it he's talking about. Um, what would be an honorable mention if you had one? If I had to go with just one, that's hmm. that's tough. I'd probably put scary movie. I was gonna say I can give you I can give you two since he technically gave me two. So yeah, scary movie two is really good, and then and then for me, I'd have to go Night of the Living Dead. I'm a huge zombie fan. I, I think Walking Dead is one of the best shows of all time. So Night of the Living Dead, the original. And uh, even even Dawn of the Dead, the new remake, was was really good. This is a Halloween movie, not a zombie movie. Get over the zombie aspect. Move on. That's that's Halloween. Move on. No. no. Excuse me. Excuse me. Is The Walking Dead Halloween? False. Yeah. Wrong. I muted him. I got him. <laughs> Thank you, Hollywood. We deduct fifty points from him. Thank you. <laughs> out of control. All right, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a short break. Uh, us three, Goatee, uh, Guru, and uh, Randall Lee and I are going to discuss. Discuss. I can't talk. And then uh, we're going to come back. We're going to vote. And then we're going we're gonna to move on to what everybody's really here for, and that's the fantasy uh, world with our Goatee Guru. Right after this. And we're back. All right, fantasizers, this is it. This is the time we've all been waiting for. Hollywood showdown corner and uh, and our vote. Who's winning this year's Halloween special? First up, first vote of the night goes to Goatee, or one only. What do you got? It's only right that I'm first. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I think you guys said some things, and uh, and some stuff, too. And I don't think any of it was really all that intelligent, but I think you said some things. And I'm going to tell you what I think about the things that you said, okay? So now, I'm going to start here, and... First of all, I know that there was it was said prior to this. I know that you guys discussed that horror movies would be involved as well. But just because it's a horror movie does not classify it as a Halloween movie to me, okay? Now, a Halloween, for example, yeah, obviously Halloween movie. But I'm going to uh, – let's uh, let me start with the host, okay? So the host goes Halloween with his number five. Yeah, okay, sure. Classic. Um, it's freaking named Halloween, so gotta gotta count it, right? And uh, I, I think it's been remade way too many times, but I think it was. Uh, I think it's good. Okay, next one, Adam's Family. Nope, sorry, looking at the wrong list. Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. Um, I honestly cannot judge it because I've never seen it. So um, you guys both don't get anything for that because I don't know. I haven't seen it. It wouldn't be fair for me to judge. Uh, the next one you got on the list is Scary Movie. Great movie. I can't classify it as a Halloween movie. I know. I mean, I, I know there's 
maybe some Halloween aspects to it, maybe, but I can't really classify it. So, moving on. The Haunted Mansion. I know what movie you're talking about, and that movie is excellent. So, good, good for you. Then you gave me, like, three of them, and I judged all three on a one-point basis. So, uh, you... You said Hocus Pocus, and you said Tucker and Dale, and you said It. Um, first of all, you lost points big time on It, because I hate fucking clowns. They scare the living daylights out of me. So, um, you will lose on that automatically. Uh, the Tucker and Dale, not a Halloween movie. Uh, to me, great movie. Love if it, it. If it scares you, time. that means Excuse that me. it was good. Now listen, I love gore. I love gory movies, and because it, it's not really a horror movie, it's a comedy with gore, um, and it's great. Uh, I love gory movies. Nobody mentioned the Saw movies, which would have probably won it for you automatically. I love the Saw series, but again, Saw probably not a Halloween movie. Um, and then Hocus Pocus, classic Halloween movie, great. Uh, the fact that you just saw it kind of blows my mind, but. Um, and even as bad as, as everybody makes out the second one to be, the second one's actually not bad. So, um, overall, not terrible. But let's see how Hollywood did in his own corner. Hollywood, Hollywood put the bug spray down. Um, it was no, no catnip. No catnip, Hollywood. All right. He went with Halloween. Enough said. I already said that. Adam's Family. Good movie. Good movie. Especially the original, like you're, you're talking about with the live action. Um, so I give you props on that. Could be Halloween, like I said, I haven't seen it, so I can't judge it. Shaun of the Dead and Tucker and Dale. I love both movies, but I can't classify them as Halloween movies. I just can't. Um, I also am not a zombie fan. Shaun of the Dead I can deal with because it's got some comedy to it, but I am not a zombie guy. So breaking it all down, it was just tough. Because there was some things I liked, some things I didn't. But somebody, somebody took took a little bit of, of my soul away, uh, and, and that's why I chose to go in the other other route. One person said they've never watched Halloween Town all the way through. We both said and, that. And yes. And, and they openly admitted it on this, which I respect. Therefore, I give the point to the host, Josh Dean. Oh, okay. All right, so it's one zero, Josh. We are going to go to Brandon Lee for the second point. Yeah. All right, here's what I got. First off, both of you guys, Halloween, uh, maybe the first one. You give me two, fine. But what are we on now? Fucking Halloween 12? Get over yourself. I don't, I get it. He just he goes in. He can't even kill the same family. It's a stupid-ass move. Minus that, that man be running when nobody looks, too. All right. QB Halloween. That, I mean, honestly, that's one of my favorites. That's probably one of my favorites. So I know it's new. I love it. I, me personally, that's a one. 
we go scary movie. All right. I don't go back and watch it again. I'll be honest. I mean, I watched it. I liked it the first time, but I don't rewatch it. Adam's Family. I I don't find myself clicking on it when I'm scrolling through the you know the guide or something like that, the TV guide. But I I do appreciate it. It is really good, and I do quote it. Uh, so I can't I can't knock it. You you each. I mean, I gave a point for Scary Movie. Gave a point for Adam's Family. They kind of fall in the same category. I quote both movies. I won't rewatch them probably. He'd be Halloween, by the way. You each got a point. Like I said, that's my favorite. Shaun of the Dead was a fucking phenomenal, phenomenal call there. That is hilarious. I, I, I just watched it a couple of years ago. Love it. Didn't think I would because I was at the point where I was starting to get sick of zombies, but that that one was kind of funny. Walking Dead, by the way, one of, one of my all-time favorite shows, but I didn't, I didn't point anything for that one. Haunted Mansion's not bad. I do like Haunted Mansion. I, I like Eddie Murphy. There's a point there. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, easy. Love it. It's probably a number two for me. It. I am also taking a point away because just like Goatee, Terrified of Clowns. So that one didn't work. Hocus Pocus got that point back because I love Hocus Pocus, but he also lost the point for adding seven movies instead of just five. So I guess that really didn't mean anything. You never saw Halloween Town, but it doesn't matter. What it boils down to is a couple of things. Hubie Halloween was number four on the host and number three for Hollywood. Josh took his shirt off. Josh took his shirt off. The point still goes to Hollywood because he took his damn pants off and shook it on camera. Point to Hollywood. Can we wait, bring wait. up one thing too? Because I, I think we're, we're really overlooking something here. We, we're talking about Shaun of the Dead and this British comedy and all this. What we do in the shadows, guys? What in the fuck? Nobody? I bet. No, I bet that, that's, that's pretty good, yeah. But that's for the discussion off show. Okay. Now, I get to make, obviously, the decision here. It's, it's one-to-one. Josh got one. Hollywood's got one. This is simple. Hollywood wins. <laughs> Just because. I'm <laughs> <Our> back, baby. <laughs> oh, you want an explanation? Oh, okay. All right. Um, scary movie, I wouldn't put top five. Adam's Family, I probably wouldn't put top five, but it's better than Scary Movie. Um, never seen Haunted Mansion. Never seen Shaun of the Dead. Hoobie Halloween was three for Hollywood. It was four for Josh. Josh picked 800 movies, uh, which you should only pick five because it was five. It was top five. So Hollywood gets the point. Congratulations. You're back on top, Hollywood. I'm not surprised, right? I'm really not surprised, right? I, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not surprised one bit because the same thing fucking happened last time where this guy doesn't even know how to... Oh, I'm surprised he didn't give you fucking a point for Shaun of the Dead because he's never fucking seen it. I'm surprised he didn't give you three points for it. You know? It's I fucking... Did, fucking vine, vine, red vines. 
It's like I the goddamn. The red vine joke. It's like yeah, you gave him a point for the goddamn red vine joke. Yeah, seriously. Host, I actually I wasn't gonna say this because because I didn't want I didn't want to start you on a wild friggin' tangent, but the reason honestly that I ended up leaning towards the host was the red vines comment because I think red vines are gross. I, you know, it, it's just here, here, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. I knew it was going to, I knew it was coming. I knew it immediately. Right. I knew it immediately. Right. So it's coming this way. And yeah, and w- one thing that my co-host loves to do, right. He loves to do it. Right. Is <clears throat> he only has, he only has one leg. So he looks for a third leg on someone else to dick ride. Right. And he found Hollywood. He dick rides him all the time. All the time, right? He wrote, he wrote him on the red vines. He wrote him when he was supposed to be watching my dogs. He went, he went and visited him. You know, it's great. Here we fucking go, right? And now he's riding him again all the way here with Hoobie Halloween what, and all this shit. Okay, I'm listen. Hey, he's never he's never seen uh, Halloween Town too. Thank you, Guru. I appreciate that. I do, I do. You know, listen here, listen here. Well, that either one, either one. But here's the th- here's the thing. The Ohio. I don't know what that means. But here's the thing. <laughs> I knew it. They're always out to get me. It's the it's the old it's the old it's the old it's the old geezer it's the old geezers. It's the it's the geezers teaming up and trying to take down the new generation. That's what it is. That's it. I've I've heard enough. We're gonna go to a break. And By the way, I love how you call me old and shit, and you put Halloween on there it's from the fucking seventies, you dick. Hey, I, I was talking about the new Halloween, and I just didn't, a, I didn't specify. There's not a new Halloween. Oh, yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Two eight, 2018, 2018, 2020, and 2022. Yes, there is. is Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, not yeah, in. Jamie Lee. Thank you. Yes, it is. Jamie Lee Curtis. No, no, you better believe it. Yeah, damn right. Damn right. That's what I thought. We're going to see you right after this and suck it. And we're back. TFP, what's up? Uh, We are going to a very special segment that you guys always look forward to with our man, Goatee Guru. Give it to us, man. What do you got for us? Well, I got a lot of, I got a lot of stuff for you, but we only got time for a little bit of stuff. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you a little bit of stuff. So we're gonna start, and uh, we're gonna start by talking about some of these these trades that have been made. I know we took, covered it in the open, but some of these trades that have been made, and uh, and discuss the fantasy implications of, of them. Um, we're also gonna discuss some of the injuries Hollywood know. Um, we are going to discuss some of the injuries and, and sorry, I just mentioned to you guys, I hate clowns and there's a clown on the goddamn screen. It's got me all screwed up guys. <laughs> all right. So, uh, <laughs> injuries and some of the, uh, trades and fantasy implications. We're going to start with that. We're going to start with the Christian McCaffrey trade, um, Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers for a boatload of draft picks. Um, I think it's a great outlook for McCaffrey going forward. I don't think his work workload is going to be quite what it was with Carolina. 
but I do expect him to be more explosive with his touches uh, with, with San Francisco. Um, so it, it doesn't move the needle as far as considering him even higher as an RB1, but it does not lower his RB1 status at all. Keep him right where he's at. Next one, James Robinson to the Jets. James Robinson, I think this is excellent for his value. I would not play him this week. I think he's got to get involved in the offense, kind of get in the playbook, figure out what's going on. I think you're going to see Michael Carter for the next, well, at least this week and maybe the next two. And I think you're going to see James Robinson involved for the, the stretch run, and, and he has the potential to be a league winner um, once, he, once he takes over. And I think he will because he's built to – He's built to run the football between the tackles a little bit more than Michael Carter is. Um, I think Carter's going to be more involved as the receiving back. Uh, and then the other one I want to cover is the Kadarius Tony move to the Chiefs. Now, I know right after the Kadarius Tony move was announced, um, he was the most added player in fantasy football over the next three hours span. I think that's a mistake. Um, not anything on Kadarius Tony's talent. I think his talent is is very uh, well. Let's say it, it's not elite, but it's it's good. It's above average. Um, but the thing that Kadarius Tony, you gotta you gotta keep in mind. I mean, the reason the Giants shipped him out, the guy has no work ethic, doesn't like to practice. Uh, he's he's just he just wants to go in, make his money, and play in the games. That's all he wants to do. Um, it's he's very immature. I don't think he's going to put the time in, uh, in in the film study or in the playbook. And I think you're going to see Kansas City be frustrated by that. I also think he, right now, this is, a, this, this is not a move for right now. I don't think it's even a move for this year. I think it's a move for next year. And I think he's going to be wide receiver four, five, maybe even six on the roster going forward. If you picked him up in fantasy, good luck to you. But I, I don't expect anything to to come of that this year. No, it's a it's a great pickup. I heard. I Chef know you picked him. I know you picked him up, and I and I have a feeling you're going to come to regret that pretty soon. But that's okay. It's okay. You're in a spot where you kind of need a high risk, high reward kind of guy. So, uh, and then uh, the injury uh, news broke this morning, or not this morning, this afternoon. Um, Jamar Chase, hip injury, possibly out four to six weeks. That's what they're saying right now. Actually, heard reports that it could be even longer than that. Um, what that does for for fantasy purposes, uh, if you're in a keeper league, obviously hold on to him. You're gonna keep him um, for for the following year. But if you're in a standard redraft, Tyler Boyd, look for Tyler Boyd. I also think this imp- improves Hayden Hurst's value, and I actually think it also improves Joe Mixon's value. So, uh, Bengals all around. Um, T Higgins, I don't think it's going to move the needle too much. T Higgins kind of has a defined role already. Um, but I do think Tyler Boyd especially is going to, to benefit from this. So that's all I got as far as implications of some of the recent moves. I hope you guys uh, find that information valuable. But we're going to move on. Like I promised you last week, we're going to go over a DFS lineup. All right, so we'll get back to the no- goes and no-goes next week. I uh, just wanted to change it up a little bit for our daily fantasy sports players. And we'll run through a lineup real quick that I put together that I think will win you some cash if you throw it out there. So 
starting at the quarterback position this week, I took Daniel Jones against the Seattle Seahawks. Matchup is solid. Daniel Jones has been playing a little bit better recently, starting to use his legs a little bit more, and I, and I think he's got a possibility of, of putting up a solid week for you. At the running back position, I, I went a little cheaper here with the running backs because I wanted to I wanted to beef up a couple other spots. So um, at the first running back position is Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, t- a little bit of a tough matchup, actually, when you look at it uh, against the Jets. The Jets have a pretty solid run defense. But I think Stevenson's passing, uh, his receiving ability, is really where you're going to see a lot of points from him this week. Um, you know, the, the Patriots didn't look didn't look real strong last week. The Jets are playing good ball. And I think you're going to see them fall behind a little bit and rely on Stevenson with some dump, drop, you know, dump downs and uh, allow him to rack up some points that way. Next running back is Tony Pollard um, on Yahoo. Uh, he is actually only $17 right now, and it's unlikely that Ezekiel Elliott plays this week. So Tony Pollard is a surefire starter in redraft leagues this week. Um, but in daily fantasy sports for that value, it is a tough matchup against Chicago, but he's going to get the majority of the touches. I think you're going to see good output from him. Wide receiver position. This is where we spent a little bit. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is playing against the San Francisco 49ers. Cooper Cup, every time he plays against the San Francisco 49ers because of their defensive style and keeping everything in front of him, catches like 10 to 12 balls, and he goes over 100 yards. May not get in the end zone, but he's going to rack up points for you in a PPR-style DFS. So, Cooper Cup, I know you preferably don't want to spend the big money on somebody. He's worth it this week, I'm telling you. Uh, The next wide receiver position is Chris Olave. No Michael Thomas again, most likely. Jameis Winston is back, it seems. Or no, I'm sorry. They, they announced that it was going to be Dalton. So um, so you got Dalton, who's been had a good connection with Olave. Uh, Thomas is not playing because Dalton's playing. Thomas, I just don't think, wants to play with Dalton. And uh, I think Olave is going to keep it going, keep his streak alive against a very poor secondary with Las Vegas. My third receiver... I want you to keep an eye on this guy. He is questionable. I do think he'll play, and and he's got a, he's kind of under the radar. He's actually a pretty good fantasy contributor, but a lot of people don't look at him that way. Is Josh Reynolds from the Detroit Lions? Uh, he's playing against Miami, which is a a favorable matchup, and Reynolds has been solid. Actually, had quite a few double digit points this year. Uh, he's he's been a favorite of Jared Goff ever since their days in in LA and I think for for $15 is what he costs on Yahoo I think this you gotta take him um, especially since you're, you're spending big on Cooper Cup at the flex position I got Damian Pierce uh, playing against Tennessee good front seven but can be beat uh, Damian Pierce has looked good I think they know that he's probably their best weapon on offense right now. They lean on him, um, and he's been successful. I, I, I don't 
see a reason why he won't be this week again. Damian Pierce and my flex, I'll take that. Take that all day. The tight end position, kind of like what I was saying about Cooper Cup against the 49ers defense. They like to check the ball down because the Niners, the way they play, they don't like to let you get over the top. Tyler Higby from the Rams. I think you'll see him catch five to six passes and be in that probably 60 to 70 yard range, maybe even find the end zone. Solid play at the tight end position. And then finally, at the defense and special teams position, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas has been excellent. They've been matchup proof. Um, you really can't go wrong with them. And they're they're playing a Chicago Bears offense, which, yeah, they looked pretty good last week on, on Monday Night Football, but I don't trust it. Don't trust it. I, I I can't see Chicago putting up solid numbers against against Dallas. Dallas's defense will get after Justin Fields, make him uncomfortable in the pocket. Dallas defense wraps up that lineup for me. So just a quick rundown. Daniel Jones, Ramondre Stevenson, Tony Pollard, Cooper Cup, Chris Olave, Josh Reynolds, Tyler Higby, Damian Pierce, and the Dallas Cowboys. Set it, guys. Think you'll win some money, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Love it. I love it. I do not want to pick the Dallas Cowboys. I, I I just hate them. I hate them so much. But I get it. I get it. They're pretty good. It's defensively. So there you go. There you guys got it. Uh, Guru, thank you. As always, you are the man. Uh, we are going to a quick break. Right after this, we got our survivor picks, and uh, and we're going to run through and see who is leading after uh, last week. So I'm pretty sure it's me. I think it's me after this. All right, and we are back. We are back, and we got our pickums, and we need to go over what last week, what last week looked like and what this week looks like. So, Christopher. Ready? I'm ready. Week seven, uh, I pick Cincy, I get a win. You pick Green Bay, L. Guru picks the Jags, that's a definite L. Uh, Idiot, idiot, what an idiot. B picks New England, L. Hollywood uh, called for it to rain in York, Pennsylvania. It did not and rain. It did. I can I can assure you that it did sprinkle a little bit. Sprinkling's not not rain. Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, standings. Uh, there's actually a three way tie at the top. Myself, our host Josh, and Hollywood at four and three. Uh, B is in at three and four, and Guru is lowly last place. He is two back at two and five. He has struggled the last few weeks. It has been a weird season. I'll give him that. Let's look at week eight, boys. Uh, well, we'll start from the top, right? The top down. So I'll start. I'm going to go with the Jags this week. I think they're a strong. They're a lot stronger than a two and a five team, and the Broncos are definitely a two and five team. That's where I'm going. Uh, Josh, what do you got? It's, not, it's not me. It's Hollywood. I'm sorry, Hollywood. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in here. Uh, and look, it started raining very heavy that night, and it didn't stop until this morning. So I, it has been a crazy year this year in NFL. It's hard to pick, but there is one thing I can guarantee I can pick on every time this happens. And I'm going with over five false starts for the New York football giants. We're not setting any records here. The Eli did that. But, uh, again, we brought it up earlier. Daniel Jones, he's never played a game in Seattle. Colt McCoy started the only game that they played in Seattle uh, with him on the team. So uh, he's not going to know what to do. I'm taking the over five. I don't like you uh, at all, actually. So um, we're going to go. Now it is you, Josh. You are next, my man. What do you got? I'm going to go with the over uh, one and a half punches thrown at Hollywood this weekend by me. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no, I'm going, I'm going with the um, Philadelphia Eagles over the Steelers, which I hope is wrong. Oh, me too. All right. Uh, it's uh, B. What do you got, B? Yeah, I'm, I'm, also going in that game, the Battle of Pennsylvania, and I will as well as our host, if that's okay. the correct grammar. Take, no, uh, not, take the Eagles. Eagles, too. Uh, Guru. I am getting off of my train of picking against the Giants because I want them to lose this time. I'm kidding, guys. I want them to win their play in Seattle. But... <laughs> But I'm not going to pick that because if I pick Seattle, Seattle will win. You watch. But I am taking the Miami Dolphins over blue. Miami over the blue team. Good. Stop okay. picking on. Stop picking on our guys. Okay. I don't want you to pick the Seahawks. Yeah. The way we've been going. But uh, all right, there you got. So uh, this week. I go with the Jags, Josh goes with Philly, Guru goes with Miami, B goes with Philly, and Hollywood is over five false starts for the New York Giant offense in that crazy Seattle atmosphere. Well done, boys. Well done. We'll, we'll see. You know, who the hell knows? This, this year has been just unbelievable. Unbelievable it has been. Unbelievable this podcast has been. How about that? I'll tell you that much. That'll do it. For the Fantasizers Podcast, Season 2, Episode 11. I'm your host with the big swinging cock, Josh Dean. My co-host with the tiny penis, Christopher Michael. We will catch you next week, Thursday, 11 a.m. We'll see you then. Uh, Adios.